Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 25th episode of the Believe in K-Pop podcast, part two. So technically the 26th, but we're still calling it 25th because we have a part two ready for you this week with uh, the second half of the interview with Briss Live. This time, um, we're going to get a little deeper into some conversations, maybe a little bit personal. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, He's going to explain how he deals with the backlash he's received um, since he started his YouTube channel. And he's also going to talk about how he no matter what doesn't matter what he does he will consistently constantly rep the black community um as many public figures do because that's um, when you're in the public eye and you know you're representing for a minority whether you like it or not you're representing for that community so he talks about that and he also talks about the future plans for his career and his channel so please tune in love it um before we get going um, just started this weekly radio show on What the K-Pop Radio. So if you go to WTKRadio.com every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear me do my show. I've called it Earworm Perspective. It sounds so pretentious, and I didn't mean it to sound that way, but that's what I called it. Um, and uh, there's no real like theme to it. Last week, I started off spotlighting Stray Kids, a bunch of Stray Kids music through their discography so far in their career. And And uh, this coming week, I'll be doing a house K-pop playlist. So um, it'll be themed to music that I think is like house music within K-pop, which is a lot. But like I want to do like house, not like deep house, but, you know, like I don't know if you ever watched Jersey Shore, but in Jersey Shore, like Snooki and all of them would do this like dance where like it's like a little like jig. It's not even like a jig. It's like a little two step thing. Um, And I learned that in like a dance class. And that if I can if I hear a beat and I can do that dance to it, that I consider it to be like a house inspired beat. So I try to choose songs in that realm. It uh, shall be interesting. Please listen to it if you get a chance. Um, Thank you again for coming back. Um, We're getting excited for a new week um, because... We're also, I'm also pretty excited about this week because Monster X is coming and uh, KCON is next weekend. So uh, a lot of new things, a lot of things going on. Holy heck. Also, Super M. Oh, my goodness. I know y'all got opinions on that. If you would like to talk about those opinions, because we've been talking about it for the last couple of days, uh, you can join the Discord chat that I created. We currently have two people in it. So, um, you know, reach out to me if you want to be a part of it um, at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L. I'll send you that little link and uh, we'll have some good times in there. So let me stop prolonging this as I always do. Uh, please enjoy this podcast. Thanks so much again for listening. Adios. You, you mentioned uh, in, during you and Desi's podcast, you guys said like, you know, I'm straight, but I'm not gay. Um, I mean, mm. or, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm straight, but I'm not blind. That's what I was saying. I'm not blind, yeah. Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> My bad. 
I'm straight, but I'm not blind. That, that's he quote. said, I'm straight, but I'm not. And then I, I asked you during the ArmyCon, you know, uh, panel, I was like, who are you not, you know, blind for and you said jimin and i was i appreciated that you mm-hmm. like i was like i wonder if he's gonna avoid this question but i i appreciated that you actually were like you know jimin's attracting he, he is um and amongst you know yeah. a lot of other idols but um speaking of you know being black in this k-pop space um do you feel like not even just the youtuber market um did you feel like there's not enough black personalities within you know the k-pop you know, so I guess it's kind of, it's like, I think okay. it's growing. I think it's growing, but I don't, I mean, no, there's not like flat out, but I mean, I I think it's growing. I think ever since when I got into it, I mean, like, it's going to sound, that's the best okay. way to say this. When in 2017, when I started looking on YouTube mm-hmm. about K-pop, there was a handful of people um who are on a big scale like let let me mind you because that matters you know what i mean it matters because the more people you can reach the more people that is behind you um you know see that you are you know black or mexican Mm -hmm. or asian or white you know what i'm saying and you know that that's uh they relate to you um let me put it in different terms so let's say let's say we're talking about a movie right a movie came out let's say avengers came out and um you know if you there's actually statistics of who comes mm-hmm. and watch those movies, right? So let's say, um, let's just make it a money thing. Let's make it a money thing. Um, so if there was sixty percent Caucasians, right, and then the other percent was made up of mm-hmm. four other races, let's just say mm-hmm. four other races. So that would be ten percent, right? Ten percent, ten percent, ten percent, sixty percent Caucasian, right? Let's say that movie made a billion dollars. Now, if if the ratio was a little bit more even, that movie now makes 1.5 or 1.6 billion because, right, instead of 60% of those people being white, that means that more black people came, more Asian people came, more Mexican mm-hmm. people came. And that means that was more money. That was more tickets sold, right? So you still, you still, um, the percentage is more even, but you make more money, which means more widespread. Um, that's why diversity matters, you know? That's why when you see these movies now, you see gay representation, you see African-American representation, you see Asian, like the cast is so different now. Before it used to be all one, you know, like it'll be all Caucasian, Mm -hmm. right? And maybe one token black guy, one token gay guy or something like that. But now they're like, it's from everybody, it's from Pakistan, everybody's in that movie. What that does is there's... um, you know, you pull from all of those cultures to come and do one thing. And when that happens, it spreads, you know what I mean? um, It's more opportunities for those actors. It's more money going around, you know, it just grows it. Right. So when I got into K-pop and I was just like, dang, there's not a lot of black people on a big scale. Mind you, that matters um, for diversity. Right. So uh, uh, I was just like, you know what, I want, I want to, you know, I want to do this, you know? So I don't know. It's being it diverse, it doesn't have to be black. It just that happens. It just so happens that I'm black. Mm. I was born that way, you know. <laughs> then I can do it. Like and, uh, I, you know, I, I wanted to be, you know, a big, uh, you know, big. Uh, I wanted for you know for white people, for Asian people, for Mexican people, for black people. I just want everybody to be on that scale because it just grows the scene. You know, I just don't want it to be one or two or three. You know, things like that. But when I got into it in 2017. That year, when I got into it specifically, because somebody's going to be like, there's a bunch of you guys now. <laughs> it's, it's been two years. In 2017, there was not that many mm-hmm. on that big scale like that. Now there's a lot more, um, you know, 
uh, black K-pop reactors or people in the K-pop community yeah. that are black. Um, of course, I've seen a lot of black people in Japan and Korea who actually like move there, mm-hmm. become teachers. And that's a whole different scene. I'm talking about K-pop scene specifically. There wasn't a lot. In OK. OK. And so do you feel like do you feel like you are representing a demographic? Um, and do you feel like in some way? I don't know. I'm sure you won't say this, but I feel like, you know, but because, you know, certain black K-pop YouTubers might have had the chance to like look at your videos or like "Mm, he he can do it. I can do it. You know, do you feel like you are representing or, you know, maybe in some way inspiring? And if you. Uh, Like whether if if I said no or yes, it doesn't matter when it comes to being black. In America, you're yeah. always representing. Okay. So like you go in the street and you get in a fight, guess what? Somebody's judging mm-hmm. all of black people because you got to fight in the street. You know, um, if you go out and become a president, guess yeah. what? <laughs> people are all gonna judge you, judge the whole culture on that. So yeah, I'm definitely representing um, you know, you know, for black people, I guess, when it comes to this K pop thing. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and I, you know, it's you know, and as far as the other question, I think it's dope because a lot of black you see a lot of black um mm-hmm. K poppers now. Um and you know, whether they see my videos or they're trying to emulate my videos or they're inspired or by my videos or anything like that, the fact that there are more black people doing it now. And if that's the reason, um, because of me, I think that's dope. But, you know, I just like the fact that there's more um, more people because then it's not just my perspective. It's other people's perspective that are black and other black people can get into it. You know, it's something it'll be so dope that I can just on any given day, any given song one day in the future, I could just talk to a random black person and be like, hey, did you like yeah. that new K-pop song? And they could just. Yeah. And yeah. we could just talk about it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, that never happens. I would. De- it never happens. I cannot just talk to a random black person and talk about that. You know, usually um, it's Hispanic or mm-hmm. something like that or Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I talk about K-pop, you know what I mean? It would just be cool, you know, to see other people's perspectives. You know, when I worked at Choice, um, whenever, I mean, like you're saying, it was majority like Asian Latino um, and sometimes like white, but then whenever there was a black like right. uh, whenever there was a black person that came in, I was always like, "Oh, what's good?" Like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like no, I get, I but see, that's that's the exact that's the exact mm-hmm. feeling right there. It's just like, oh snap, you know, it's it's not like you weren't excited for you know somebody. It's just like you rarely see it, and you're just happy to see somebody who you know that looks like you doing the same thing that you're doing. Like like when I go to Disneyland, sometimes when I see black people. <laughs> I'm like, oh cool, a black couple yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like it just it's just that for me because you don't usually see it. You know what I mean? And that's why diversity matters. So you don't stuff like that doesn't happen. You know, you just it should be a normal thing for you to see other yeah. people. You know, but it's so weird. That I mean, there was one time there were these two. It wasn't. Uh, they must have been their fifties or sixties. These two black women walked mm-hmm. in, and I was like, oh, they must be here to get something for their daughter. And one of them walks up, and they're like, mm-hmm. um, where's the shiny section? And I was like, oh, it's like it's right over here. Like you know. Yeah, they're like, we're shiny. And I was like, oh. And they're like, um, and we didn't, I don't know if we were like restocking, but we didn't have any Jung Hyun like, uh, like albums up there. And they were like, oh, we're looking for uh-huh. Jung Hyun. Yeah. Like, do you have any of his stuff? And we're like, I was like, oh, yeah. And then they, we put it up and they got like all excited. And I was like, oh my God, I want to cry right yeah. now. This is amazing. It was like two, like, it must have been their 60s, yeah. like black women that were like freaking out over like shiny. It was amazing. I was like, I, I was like, this is a, like, Oh my God. You know, it, uh-huh. 
yeah, and it's like it's and even though it's like a it's still like a niche you know uh i guess market it's just the fact that and it's like yeah. oh you know you could make more money if you were more mainstream but even so like it's just you still get to mm-hmm. see things and appreciate things like that and you're like damn like this is right. it's great um mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i think that's dope that like I I I I feel like you know it's gonna the scene is gonna grow. I know you said it like it, it's niche, yeah, but it, I, I hope, think it's gonna grow. Yeah. I think it's gonna grow. It's gonna, it does, it does. Fine. I mean, it is a difficult scene to get into. You can be a casual fan, but like right. it's it's so there's so much that it almost like draws you in to be more than a casual fan. Um, so like it takes time, yeah. but I like you're saying it takes literal time and like also like time to, for it to grow. Mm-hmm. But I hope it does. Become. You have to think mm-hmm. about it like this: when we were kids right like yeah. anime wasn't yeah it was neat it was exactly where yeah. k-pop is right it was a niche thing um you know only kids were really you know were really into it i think um for me it was like every you know kid that i knew knew about it you know pokemon and dragon ball z and stuff like that but it takes time like now that we're adults you know what i mean anime is like one of the biggest things you can one of the biggest scenes right now you know, and it just takes time to grow to see. Right, scene, it does. You know? But I think in all of this, you yeah. said that, you know, BTS is your ultimate group, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and you've had like a lot of success in the last year and a half. Also, I just want to applaud you. Like, that's in, like, that is like, like you know, like oh, a year, you. just thank over you. a year and a half yeah. and over 500,000. Like, that's in wild. That's awesome. Um, yeah. um, but, you know, it hasn't always been seemingly the most positive and, um, you know, roses and flowers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, right really with, you know, with ArmyCon, when I invited you, um, you know, I was like, I want Mm -hmm. Briss to come. I knew I'd heard of like the different, you know, opinions people had had, uh, about you, whether it was because of, you know, the exposed video that came out or it was because you, you know, people say like, Oh, Mm -hmm. you're making money off of army or, uh, you know, you, and sometimes it's just like some people don't like how you react to certain things. Right. Um, -hmm. how does that make you feel, you know, to be in, I don't know if it's just army, but to have pushback from mm-hmm. seemingly, you know, you know, a fandom that you're a part of, um, or you like, you're saying your ultimate mm-hmm. group, like, how does it feel that some people, you know, dislike you? I kind of already knew you it did. was going to okay. be like that. You got to think about it. Like it's, it's, um, I'm trying to choose my words. Real, real careful. <laughs> okay. So if I get some, I, uh, we gonna, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, from and this is just what I heard mm. from a few people, right? Um, let's see. Okay, uh, <laughs> when I started, like again, it goes back to I don't know. I look like somebody who would probably I don't know. You were probably I look like a a cool dude that like let's say if this sure. is high school terms, right? I look like a cool dude. A guy that probably would bully you, mm-hmm. a guy who would probably is, you know, aggressive, a guy who, um, um, you know, I, I just look like that type of dude. I have dreads. I'm six five. I'm black. You know, the stigma, the stereotypes. So even though people want to deny it and people want to say certain things about that, you know what I mean? Let's just put that. Let's put that in the front. Let's just instead of it being in the back, mm-hmm. let's put that in the front. How does this guy look? Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. Now, let's let's add in um 
this whole elitism that's that is in k-pop which is i think is is really stupid and really ridiculous there's an elitism in k-pop where it's like i've been listening to exo for five years and if you've been listening to exo for four years and nine months i'm a better exo l than you are you know what i'm saying it's it's like that i'm just mm-hmm. saying in any fandom if it's army if it's whatever it's it's like that like that elitism is is so crazy you know what i mean so we have the whole what does this guy look like? We have like the whole elitism of who's been in K-pop longer or been listening to K-pop music longer, mm. right? Um, and then um, let's just and then let's just call it call it what it is. Let's just call it you know when as far as YouTubers go, let's just call it what it is jealousy, right? Mm. So there's envy, there's jealousy. Like who is this dude? Um, you know what I mean? Who knows nothing about K-pop? Which is fine because I love learning about mm. K-pop every day. You know, let's just throw that in a mix, right? The jealousy and the envy and stuff of, and what I mean by that is just like the views, you the, quick. you yeah. know, the subscribers, yeah. and stuff like that, right? Let's, let's, let's just throw that all out there. Let's just be super honest and throw that, all that stuff out there. Um, Mind you, these are bigger channels and stuff like that, right? So we already have YouTubers who are mad or or saying whatever they're saying about me, right, to their fans, right? And my, mind you, from 10,000 to 100,000, it's only been yeah. a, a couple months maybe, the most, right? So I'm fairly new. My subscribers are fairly even just now hanging around me mm-hmm. for like two months, right? So you're talking about people who've been in this for six, five, four years um, who have a you know sure. a dedicated base. So with all that said, we throw all of that in the pot, right? Now let's just throw in, um, not even that, let's just, let's just leave it at that. Um, I already knew <laughs> that I was going to get that hate that I was going to get that. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what? Um, okay. So like, for example, right. <laughs> let's th- let's put that to the side. Mm. We threw all that in the pot. Remember the pot is still <laughs> right, there. It's right. cooking and boiling, right? Um, <laughs> side note. So just to make it more, I went to a, uh, should I say the restaurant? Yeah. I went to a Del Taco okay. out here, right? And I order my food and I say, you know, let me get, you know, two tacos with onions and cilantro. Um, thank you. You know what I mean? And I'm saying thank you and my pleases. And would you like a drink? Oh, no, thank you, man. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So I pull up to the, the window and it's a white lady. And the white lady says, you know what? You're very polite. You make it easy not what? to be racist. Oh, <laughs> what? I had no idea what to what did say. You say. Were you just like, <laughs> I was so, I was so taken back. Emily, I wish you would have seen my face. I didn't know what to freaking do with the emotions that were going on in my body. I just knew it was really hot and Ooh. my blood was boiling. And and not even like in an angry way, just in a, really? What? In 2019? Really? And um, and it was like, it was like that situation for me when it comes to like the K-pop community. I just feel like, um, not in a racist way, but in a way it was just like all that stuff in a pot. The pot is now done. Right. It's ready to be served. Like people just have this perception of me. And um, I just think what happened was, is, you know, they weren't they were just like, this is the perception of you. Um, now that I watch your videos, I feel like you're fake. I feel like this. I feel like that. And, you know, it's, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like I said, there wasn't a lot of representation. Um, when, and, and when there's not a lot of black representation, there's not a people, a lot of black support, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. um, that's one thing, mind you, there are, there were a lot of, you know, I guess black people in the K-pop community that were mad at me really? too and hating on me too. So let's not even like just right. say, put it on that. I did not know um, that. now 
now that we have that and we we lock that in, let's go to you know the second stage, right? Second stage is I made mistakes. <laughs> let's just put it out there. I made mistakes, um, and you know I try to learn from them. Um, uh, uh, I I don't. It was just certain things I didn't know. I didn't know if there was like a certain ethic or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, let's let's say let's talk about like the AMA things. Um, when I was around like maybe fifteen thousand subscribers, twenty thousand, maybe something like that. I had very, was, my following is a lot smaller. Um, and my mm. Twitter was a lot smaller, but a lot of people on Twitter was like, you know what? Um, I want, if you can, um, the, you know, the whole BTS thing. And they were like, you know, we want to see you go to the, go to the award show. Like, can you put a GoFundMe up so I can donate and help you go? Because I want to see you vlog it. Like if you could vlog it, sure. like I have no problem. And there was a few people who liking her comment. And like a lot of people started liking the comment. And they were like, yeah, we want to see a vlog. Like I have no problem doing that. Just do a GoFundMe. So, it wasn't my idea. It was like the small following following I had. Mind you, we've been around like, you know, a few months. So we have like, I'm talking to them. It's so much easier to respond when you have a smaller following, yeah. right? So we're going back and forth. We're making friends. So what happened was with the GoFundMe thing, um, um, that happened. So a lot of people were mad about that. But mind you, this is like from the outside looking in, I, I totally agree with you. Like if I just came in and I seen like, I just seen this black dude <laughs> with dreads. And he's like, oh, yeah, um, you know, donate so, you know, so we can make this vlog or whatever. You guys wanted it. Mind you, this is when I didn't have a, my great job and I didn't have a lot of money and I wasn't the big YouTuber that I am now. A lot of people like to like act like that happened like last week when, you know, like, no, this was this this happened when I was just starting out. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people and, hold stuff from. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was right. weird with, yeah. It was like people have old stuff and act like it was last week. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so I got a lot of backlash from that, which I learned from, and I do not do no any mm, kind of donations yeah. or anything like that. Um, I make sure it's on my own dime. I make sure if it's any money I do get is from sponsors. I make sure that, you know, I try to, you know, give back in that way. You know what I mean? Um, um, cause I do understand, you know, there are some people who out there who take advantage of their subscribers and fans, and I would never want to misscrew that. Um, and this is when I was just learning about how this whole YouTube fame right. kind of thing works and people were like no we want you to make this content yeah. we'll help you make the content but people outside looking in who are just not seeing it are just like what yeah. the hell is going on here you know what i mean so i get it i totally get it from the outside looking in it doesn't look it doesn't look good but if you were on the inside it's like your friend was helping you get to the the, the vlog make yeah. the vlog you know what i'm saying it was like that kind of situation these are people i've been talking to um so it was like one of those things. Um, now with the whole shiny thing, um, I I never really gave too many places like the reason that happened with that because I, I take total ownership of what happened with shiny um, with that whole thing. Um, and my own, uh, that those videos, yeah, when he died, those videos were uh, mind you, I don't know anything mm-hmm. but BTS at this mm-hmm. point, all right. Like I'm not into K-pop like that at this point. This is very, very early in my right. in, in my YouTube career. It was so many people blowing me up on Twitter. Like, can you make? Um, can we just talk about you know yeah. you know the whole thing? Like, can we just talk about that? Um, I don't really want to you know hear about BTS right now. Yeah. I just want to talk about that. If you can, if you can do that, and like, there's just so many, so many. You can go on my Twitter backlog, and you can see all the the requests and stuff. So I was like, cool. Let me, re- you know, research, look them up, and see what's going on. Whatever. There was a couple of videos, like tribute videos. I was like, let's just do that. And mind you, at this time, remember I told you three videos a day, five times a week. They were just like, and I didn't want it. I didn't really feel right about doing 
a video on him and the other two videos being about BTS. Cause this was like BTS yeah. back to back, back, right. back to back, back in the day. Um, so I just made it all three. I was just like, let's just dedicate this day to that. Now, so what happened was there is a, there's, a, there is, and this is why I take total ownership and I do not blame anybody who had hate for me or, or anything because of that situation is because I'm the YouTuber, right? I know mm-hmm. what's going on with my channel. They have no idea how YouTube works. So what happened was there's an automatic feature on my videos where it automatically monetizes uh, my videos mm-hmm. automatically. There is no, uh, you know, think about it. So remember, remember, um, I'm used to remember, I'm used to editing my videos and going sure. to bed at 5am at this point. Right. So my videos are edited, rendering, I'm putting them out, whatever. I, hit, uh, you know, I hit the published video. Uh-huh. I go to bed. It's 530. You know what I mean? Um, and my, my videos are scheduled to upload. Um, so what happened was they were automatically mm-hmm. monetized and I forgot to turn that yeah. feature off on those videos. And that is 100% my fault. You know what I mean? That's why I, I never even gave this, this explanation a lot. I think two other yeah. people know about it. And then I think I said it on a podcast mm-hmm. with Dre or something like that. But, um, yeah, that's what happened with that. Like, it was just, it was my mistake. I should have turned that all that feature off, but it, it wasn't a thing where I posted those videos and turned on the monetization. Monetization is automatically on my videos at all times. I just forgot right. to turn it off on those videos. I woke up, I seen the messages, but the damage had already have been done. And I, you know, I felt really, really bad about it. And I take 100% ownership of that. So if you hate me because of that, like, <laughs> I, I, I see I mean, where you're coming from. I mean, but I'm always, I've always been self-aware. I've always been, um, I know they're, you know, not just my perspective. So from my perspective, yeah, of course I feel like that. hundred percent. I feel like, you know, people make mistakes, learn from it, grow from it. Um, you know, if you're not learning from your mistakes, what are mm, you doing yeah. in life? You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, from their perspective it's very valid too. You know, a lot of yeah. people were hurt. A lot of people were, you know, um, you know, really hurt during that time. And, you know, for them to see something like that, you know, I can see why, you know, imagine like somebody, yeah. something happening in your family and then you see something that you know what i mean automatically you're that's where your that's where sure. your head goes you know what i mean so that's why it's like totally understandable you know it definitely wasn't any malicious intent there there was no kind of like it wasn't something that i yeah. wanted to happen yeah. but it happened you know so I, I got my perspective on it yeah it, like what you're saying is just like you know people make mistakes people grow it's not that serious but For i sure. see their perspective too which is like you yeah. know you're hurt right now like I understand what you're going through. I I know you you seen what you seen. It wasn't it what you seen. It's not what it looks yeah. like. You know, I actually can use that there. But uh, I get it. I get it. And you know, if it's something you don't want to watch my videos anymore, mm. you know, I understand that. Do this. You know what I mean. Um, and, and I just took that opportunity to grow from there. And you know, channel's still going good. It's still successful. Um, thank God for that. And I wonder, like, have have any mm-hmm. shawls shawls? Yeah, have they have they like. I don't know, forgiven you? Like, have they, you know, have some come forward? You know what? I, been like, I'm sorry, you know. No, I mean, I mean, I've seen, um, you know, after some time, I, the, the more, I think the more common one I get is, you know what? I thought you were this way, but kind of like that lady <laughs> yeah, at Del Taco. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but not in a racist way. I kind of get that in my comments um, around maybe you know, after when I got a hundred thousand, like maybe around 130,000 subscribers, I used to get a lot of comments like that. Like, you know, I thought you were this way um, because of what I heard or what I've seen from other YouTubers or what I've seen, but I'm glad that I stuck around because mm-hmm. I can see that you're a genuine person. 
Um, you know, and that's all it takes. It just takes time. You can tell somebody's like fake if somebody's a bad person. If you just sit, you know, if you just give it time, you know, from if you judge a book by its cover, of course, everybody's bad. Yeah. Everybody's good. Right. It's so easy to make black and white decisions on that. You know what I mean? Um, but if you get to know a person, you know, uh, you know, you can actually, you know, there's more depth there. There's more information for you to tell if somebody's a good person or not. Um, I, I think, uh, I've seen you in person. We've hung out. Um, I hope you think I'm a good person, Emily, but I mean, you, I mean, I think you're a real person. I don't think, um, you would, you know, associate, associate yourself with me. Um, if it was, no, if I was no. somebody you didn't like, no, I think, I mean? and it's interesting, yeah. like even when I go on camera, like <laughs> at the Dodgers and stuff like that or whatever, like I'm always, I'm a, I'm a little more turned uh, on, if that makes sense. But like, and then when I'm off camera yeah. or whatever, I'm definitely quiet, a little more quiet and like awkward, I guess. But either way, like one, I, I was like, this is going to be 45 minutes. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half later. Okay. <laughs> I know. It, it did. It did. Okay. I only have a couple more questions wow. for you. Um, one question, um, you, you did say like envy motivates you. Um, you know, the, your, your, your name is Best Revenge of Success. You said that envy pushes, or you said back in 2018 in May when you made that video, that response to the, you know, the exposed video, um, you mm -hmm. said that envy pushes you. Um, does it still push you when you're, you know, kind of at, you're, you know, one of the top, you know, YouTubers out there, like creators out there? Right. Like, do you, does that still push you? Um, or what pushes you now? Okay. okay. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. Because, like, it's, it's, um, jealousy is, because you use the word envy. I just want to like make a yeah. definition for it, right? Jealousy is, is like a negative connotation, right? Envy can be negative okay. or positive, right? So if I envy you, you know what I mean? It just means it, it could be in a positive way, you know? Like, let's say I wanted to get married um, and I mm. seen that you that you got married. I'm like, I'm envious of you because you got married, you know what I mean? But in a positive yeah. way, like, oh, I can't wait. That, oh, Emily, you got married. Oh, man. You know what I mean? I can't wait when I do my marriage, you know, stuff like that. You no, know, it's kind of like that. It's kind of, it puts me in that way, in a positive way it's in, and not in a negative way, you know? Jealousy is like you want to tear that yeah. other person down For to sure. build yourself up. Envy is like you want him to go up, him or her to go up, but you want to go yeah. up also. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It pushes you. Um, um, I would say it was strong. It's definitely stronger. Mm -hmm. It was stronger back then because I, it was like I had a point yeah. to prove back then. You know, it was a lot of people that were hating on me saying like, oh, I don't like this guy. And, you know, I was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. a good guy. You know what I mean? So it was like, and then it was like all the other YouTubers, like, let's talk about that real quick. It was like, and this is why, again, why representation matters. Like, you right. got to have people backing you up. Like the whole thing when another YouTuber, uh, uh, you know, set the whole thing like when you put black exactly. reacts in your titles. It, um, it and then he put up a picture of NWA, <laughs> black gangsters like thugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is what people expect when they read that mm -hmm. title. But when you watch, but that's not even the most offensive part. The most offensive part is, but when you watch uh, Briss's T uh, channel, or I don't know if he said Terry or anything like that. But when you watch Briss's channel you can tell that he's educated and smart mm. and uh and funny and Love like yeah, and stuff yeah like that i'm just like yeah what the f what the f and his and and that's my whole thing i was just like oh my gosh like and i needed and i already had learned my lesson you know you can't just be you know out here wilding and stuff like on people and stuff like that what happened with the earlier stuff so when that happened you know i was just like you know what, let me calm down because if it was any other situation like mm. and i and i seen him you know it would be a different it would it'll be a whole different thing but um luckily i calmed down you know went to kcon 
I seen that person there and it was, you know, like, you know, yeah, let's just leave it at that. You know, I seen that person there. I was moving around freely and, you know, <laughs> it, it was, it was, yeah, it, it, was, was, weird. it was, it was weird for, for him. Not really not a good time, <laughs> but, um, mm. but yeah, he said that, uh, when you watch my videos, I look, you know, smart and educated and yeah, not like these thugs over here. And I, and the fact that no other YouTuber who was in the community, mind you, there is another black YouTuber who was pretty big. It's, uh, I, I forgot her name, but she's yeah. a black YouTuber, K-pop YouTuber. That was pretty big. Nobody had a problem with him saying that. Nobody. And I was just like, this is why representation matters. Now you have this uh, uh, black K-pop YouTuber over here afraid to say anything or say or, or you know what I mean? Like, how can you say something like that? Because she feels like she probably has no support. Mm. Nobody would agree with her or any of those situations and her allegiances and people who she knows. You know what I mean? And then nobody else is black that's yeah. on this level. You know what I mean? So, of course, no other YouTuber is going to say anything. But mind you, if there were other black people on that same level or around that same level, heard that same thing, it would have been a different story. He would have been canceled exactly. and it would have been the other way around. You get what I'm saying? That's it, it sounds like high school, to be honest. Um, you know? <laughs> it, it definitely is. It definitely is. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's yeah. high school online. You can't do it, high school yeah. in real life. Everybody who some kind of video when i seen them in real life it was apologies or they were just you know they had to leave the room trust me and you know what i mean and, it's, and i think that's what happened i think what happened was they were like this guy doesn't really like k-pop he's not gonna last long um i'm never gonna see this right. guy let me make a video and turns out that i really do like k-pop and i actually love k-pop and i will be at all these events <laughs> and you will see me and then it was just like they were shook and it was shit. I got all kind of apologies and and all kind of stuff like that. And it, I was here to stay. And you just got to deal with it, you know. Dang. And that's what so, it was. So, so does that wh- that situation where? And I don't want to like expose, you know, not expose, but like um. Well, oh yeah, Terry yeah right, Terry T. White, but but I'm saying the other ones. You said you're like there are YouTubers. Some of my favorite YouTubers I found out don't like me, um, right. and you know, in some ways they yeah. were fake. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like I said, I'm always I'm always down to support people. Um, you know what I mean? And you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. I remember one time, um, you know, I even feel like the same thing happened like for me, like the only the, the one when I got into K pop, right? The main person I seen that was mm. doing this was of course, you know, Dre. Um, you know, and I always like looked at like, oh, you know what, uh, you know, I, I kinda wanna be doing mm. that, you know, be yeah. on his level right. someday. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of those things where it was like, it was pretty cool. Like when that whole thing happened, it wasn't public, but you know, he DM'd me and he was like, Hey, this and this and da, 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 da. And, um, you know, don't worry about it, this and that. And then yeah. I just thought it was pretty cool, man. Like one of the biggest creators yeah. in our space, you know, it wasn't even like a big public thing. I made a video or tweeted it out or anything. he just like DM'd me. And and that's all you had to do. If it was like Terry TV, you just DM me like, hey, man, why do you do this? You know what I mean? Like, instead of yeah. you making an exposed video, you know, you could have just, just DM yeah. me and talk to me. You know what I mean? And it could be a, a situation like that. You know what I mean? But, um, he, yeah, Dre hit me up and was just like, you know, it's cool. Like, you know, just, you know, it is what it is, blah, 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 blah. Um, I would have liked, you know, other YouTubers to have been like, yo, hey, dude, I don't think what you said or what you did was cool you know, maybe you should apologize for that. And, you know, the fact that none of them did that, I was mm. just like kind of hurt. It was kind of like, dang, bro. Like, all right, bet. You know, but again, Briss, the best case. revenge 
is success. I don't dwell on it too long. All I, you know, the, as long as I'm successful and I'm happy and I'm good, you know what I mean? I'll just, I'll get my, you know, I, I'll do it that way. It, it just pushes me even harder when stuff like that happens. But yeah, I was, I was a little hurt for a small amount of time because, and I just realized that, all right, I'm just about to do my own thing. Um, it was cool, like seeing Desi. So you, me and Desi, like um, Desi reached out. It was like, you know, it's cool, bro. I support this and this and this and this. And then ever since then, um, you know, it, me mm. and him been like two peas in a pod as far as. Desi's cool. He's so chill. <laughs> He's so chill. Yeah. He He's is. the most likable person. You know, you know, what he tell he tells uh, uh-huh. me, PB and Roseanne all the time. He's like, bro, I try to get canceled so many times, but they won't let me <laughs> They won't let me get canceled. Like he is so bent on like saying the most crazy stuff sometimes, but he's just uh, like they won't cancel me. Like it's so funny because yo. he's the most approachable one. Yeah. So we were at the YouTube studio space. Like if he needed anything, we we're like Desi, go ask them for this because he's so likable. Like Desi's that guy when it comes to that. Like he's he's very charming, very likable, and it's yo, so that's hard a to funny cancel. Thing. That. I've never heard someone like going out of their way like please cancel me. <laughs> I remember this one dude made a video on him, like, uh, not a few, maybe, I don't know if it's like a few months now. This dude made a video on him and he was like showing everybody, like, and nobody cared. Like, nobody, nobody would cancel him. It, the video got no traction, dude got like no views. And he was so heartbroken was so that he heartbroken. couldn't get canceled. He was showing everybody that exposed video on him, too. He was heartbroken. Was so that is amazing. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know if this, so, with, you know, having, you know, hate or, you know, haters from not only sometimes fans, but also your peers, how does it, how, like at this point, you know, mm-hmm. you said like, you don't dwell on it. How does it, how do you have it roll off your back now? Or, you know, how do you just, what do you do? Like, what's your um, process for just not paying attention to it? Well, I'm a little different, you know what I mean? Maybe if I was somebody else, but the way I grew up, it was just like, you know, I, I've always had, there's always been a thing um, with me you know, there's friends, there's associates, you know, there's, I've always Mm -hmm. categorized it like that. So I know who, I know who are, you know, you know, business friends, business associates, friends, like I, I, I can do that when it comes to that. So my, you know, my feelings are intact, you know what I mean? So uh, it can be a high and buy thing. Sometimes, you know, it could be a dinner thing. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's cool. Like, you know, I, I know where to go with each and every person. You know, Ooh. I set my expectations. It sounds very um, calculated. Yeah. I, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be, you know? And I do like, uh, I know a lot of people, you know, YouTube is, was a hot, was a hobby for me, but now, you know, it's kind of like my thing, my career, you know what I mean? So you gotta be. Interesting. Like, so mm-hmm. I guess from, from. I feel like, and you said in your video, you were like, you're not successful if you don't have haters. Um, so for, to continue the oh, success, yeah. what, where, what's next? What, what are we, what can we expect? Like, what do you want? Um, if you want to put it out into the universe, I know you've been doing a lot of, um, VR stuff, um, with like the, like the fight. I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> but I've been seeing you doing a lot of VR stuff, but like, obviously you interview ATs, uh, what, and you know, you're getting noticed by everybody, you know, it's only a matter of time till BTS is like, yo, this dude's lit, you know? Um, and I remember you said you're like, the goal is to Hopefully. like, or, you know, if you got to interview them, that'd be really cool. But like, what, what do you, in addition to that, what do you think, you know, what's next? Like, what would you like to do more of, you know, what can we expect kind of thing? It's a few things, a few projects, but um, my main focus right now is, you know, like traveling, like more, more, 
not vlogs because I don't want to call them vlogs. Oh. Like I will be vlogging more and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'm going to Korea later this year. I'm going to vlog that whole experience. But I actually want to do stuff like um, I don't know if you ever seen like BTS. Uh, sure. like run episodes right but for oh. like for Ooh. youtubers so it's kind of like <laughs> man nobody take my idea all right but it's kind of like that but it has for for my k-pop channel because I, I, I sure. like i said it's different projects i'm working on other youtube right. channels other collaborations with other youtubers so many things but for for my channel my k-pop channel it's it's something like that where it's i'm not holding a camera i have to have a camera team camera crew whatever and we go to like these little trips. I'm testing on this one with Korea that I'm going to later this year. Have a cameraman. And we're going to do like a little YouTuber, K-pop, kind of expired BTS run episode type thing. And I kind of want that to be a regular thing on my yeah. channel as far as like higher production. Um, that's And then the, the, another thing that I want on my channel is definitely getting more contact with, uh, yeah. you know, all these artists and all these idols and definitely do podcasts and interviews. That's like, that's what 2020. I want to be doing podcasts consistently, interviews consistently, and these kind of like YouTuber, I don't know what I'm sure. calling it yet, kind of run episodes type thing. I don't want that to be the main focus uh, going in 2020. Of course, the reactions will still be there. That's like the bread and butter, but I definitely want to branch out into that and, you know, doing kind of be like what you kind of do as far as like, you know, like hosting stuff and things like that, I kind of want to yeah. you on a red carpet and things like that. And, and I think that's the road I want to. You could do I'm that. Dude, I I, like I am 100 percent behind you. I'm going to be like risking number one, you know, like seriously. Hey. And before we go, um, well, before we go, really, um, when you do get on these red carpets and you need somebody to be your cameraman, I'm going to be I'll be there for you. Just so you know, <laughs> when you do go to the billboard and you get to be like the K-pop like expert and you're like and BTS passes by, like um, uh, I'm gonna be right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, man. No, say no more. Say no more. Remember you right. said on the podcast when I, I hit you. Uh, let me tell you, I will not. No okay. Um, or hopefully I'm like right next to you, like interview. I'm like, oh man, okay, whatever. Last question. You were like reacting to some to some like stray kids video and you like pulled out like a stray kids banner and it was signed. How in the heck did you get that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's a funny story too. So I don't know if it's in my like KCON vlog, but oh, yeah, I, did. Yeah. I went to KCON. Right. The straight kids was there and they were like, you know, throwing like, you know, pieces of, you know, stuff that they were throwing them out, like little ba uh, oh. sign banners and sign, I guess, T-shirts and other stuff they were doing. Right. So I seen Felix. Um, he uh, looked my way or looked. I, he looked in. He looked to the okay. left, basically. Everybody to the left. <laughs> I said, look my way. Like, look at me. He looked to the left and it was like I was like. I think this is going to happen. I was like, Desi, watch this. I'm going to catch this. Uh, mind you, I mean, yeah, it was like a prediction, but <laughs> mind you, I'm six no five, okay? Yeah. So nobody, <laughs> nobody is like, yeah. So I'm like, watch this. Desi's like, nah, nah, bro. You're not, you're not going to catch that. So he, uh, he throws it. I just stick my hand out and I'm just towering over what? everybody and I just catch it. Oh my gosh. That's wow. How I got it. Yeah. You manifested that like right there. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Wow. I just, oh, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, my yeah, God. So you know, if you get an interview with Stray Kids also, let me be there. <laughs> like, they're like, there's BTS and then there's like <laughs> Stray Kids is like right there, too. Look, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you up. I promise. I will not. 
<laughs> but um, thank you so much for coming on. I hope that you know get to you know this is an hour and forty five minute conversation, literally an hour over what I said it would be. But um, I hope that people you know have some new perspective on you. Um, I'm excited to see you grow. Um, I hope that people realize that you like you're saying like you know who's real. You're real. Um, and I hope. Um, thank you so much for coming on. If you guys want, you guys can follow and subscribe to Terry, aka Briss. Um at Briss X Life on Twitter and Instagram and then go to Briss X Life on YouTube to subscribe. All right. Yes, yes. And uh if you guys want, you guys can hit me up with more podcast suggestions um through my DMs. You know how to get to those. Um at E M I H A Y yeah, uh, yes, a lot of the DMs. Oh, they're empty as all get out. But yeah, make sure to do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for coming on, Terry. And we will see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.